What's going on? This is Jalis from Nick of Time Show here to give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about another Knicks win. The Knicks beat the Pacers 138 to 129. Massive games for our big three. No, not Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, <laughs> or, or, or none of those guys. I'm talking about OB Toppin. I'm talking about Emmanuel quickly. I'm talking about Quentin Grimes, our big three coming off the bench and started and smacked the paces today. Obi Toppin, crazy, 32 points, six assists and three rebounds. And did you see the step back three, the step back crossover three from Obi Toppin? Come on now. Mitchell Robinson was a beast, 14 points, 16 rebounds and seven block shots almost woke up and had a triple double shout out to mitchell robinson quentin grimes quentin grimes career high 36 points five assists and six rebounds emmanuel quickly 39 points nine assists and six rebounds this team was clicking 34 assists from our team altogether, and the Knicks won despite not getting much from our bench. <laughs> our bench got outscored 58 to 11, <laughs> and we still ended up winning the game. So shout out to these Knicks, and uh, we we won the game, man. We're gonna talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, but it's just a lot of good. So shout out to these Knicks, and also shout out to Fubu TV. If you want to watch the Knicks for free for seven days, all you gotta do is go to Fubu TV dot com slash kot that's fubu tv.com slash kot to watch the knicks for free for seven days all right now let's get to it uh first and foremost let me introduce to introduce you to my guy man the myth the legend the guy with the stats and the facts ryan g's in the building on our way to 49 wins the 45 49 burger we rounded up his 50 yeah burger. Let's go. 49 burgers in effect let's go <laughs> and of course you know the latin assassin uh espn contributor posting and toasting contributor that's been contributor my man lee escobito nasty nasty lee escobito with the barber day got a fresh you know berlin cut again oh yeah i a lob some tomatoes and bombs at me but i'll tell you what man i'm feeling good the the barbecue grill outside is flared up a 49 burger 49 burger is a 50 burger so it looks like i was on track for that one another hot take in the butts for the latin assassin and, uh, <laughs> i'm ready to talk some nits baby the vibes are immaculate be feeling good good yo listen man yo i'm gonna tell y'all something the knicks have wrapped up the fifth seed shout out to the nets uh not really sorry <laughs> they lost to the timberwolves so shout out to the timberwolves actually because y'all did y'all thing and now the knicks are squarely in fifth place these games are just exhibition games they're just kind of tune-up games they're just trying to see what these guys have and they did just that but um one thing i know by watching this game is tom thibodeau is incapable of losing or even trying to lose or even trying to like you know what let me give Sims some more minutes. Let me give. He's not about that. He's like, wait, we losing the lead. 
Sims is not playing in the first half. Obi Toppin, you played 39 minutes. We were winning this game regardless. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because, listen, our guys stepped up. And there was contributions from everywhere. And I'm going to start with Mr. Career High himself, Quentin Grimes. Well, I feel like ever since... He came back from the All-Star game. He kind of got like a little swag about him, right? It's like, ooh, I, I, I put my team on the back in the All-Star game. I was the best of the best. And I feel like he carried that confidence from the All-Star game into the Knicks. And he's been great ever since, averaging, what's this, his fifth game? I'm scoring 20 points. Um, actually, three players actually played, scored 30 points. I'm not sure when the last time that happened. But Grimes has been immaculate, sh- shooting, um, the head fake and go, the passing, and the defense. Because the defense is really what put this game away. Grimes is, was was doing pretty good kind of digging. Uh, digging got three steals on the night. And he's just grown into another player. That The one that we've envisioned. The guy who hit threes, played defense, and now stopped to even dime people, people up. It's just like that dime he gave. To, to Obi Toppin. So shout out to Quentin Grimes who played in a, a great game today. Uh, Ryan G, what you got to say about the Quentin Grimes game today? <laughs> I mean, you know, like I've been saying, Grimes is peaking at the right moment. You know, with the playoffs coming around the corner, you know, most are going to need Grimes to play like that. You know, because the man is firing on all cylinders right now. Like, his three-point side is back. The defense, you know, the defense is going to Grimes. Play, you know, creating, you know, tough for other players as well, driving to the basket since he got the rim. I mean, Grimes pretty much had a all-around game tonight, and if Grimes could play like this alongside Brunson and Randall in the playoffs, you know, like I've been saying, the Knicks are going to be a really tough offering team at this stage. I mean, I'm just glad to see how this guy has won this season, especially towards the playoffs, and it's going to be a major contribution for the Knicks if he continues to play like this. 1979. That's the last time three Knicks scored 30 points in the same game. Thank you, Lee. 44 years ago, we have been a franchise that while we've been competitive and in the finals have lacked offensive firepower, firepower and an equality of talent offensively to even have three guys capable of doing it. And what's interesting is those three guys are our fourth, fifth, and sixth best players. It wasn't even Brunson, Randall, and RJ. It was IQ, Obi, and Grimes. Crazy. So the depth drafting by my man Walt Perrin, Scott Perry, and Leon Rose. Again, not calling out the grown man of Don, but I have to give credit where credit is due. This front office has balled out by actually establishing a line of importance through the NBA draft and getting guys in a late first to middle and into the first round as well into the second to build this team and pour through the NBA draft, which has really been the antithesis of New York Knicks basketball for the last 30 years, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Who, who would have thought our new big three would be the one to kind of break that record set 40-plus years ago? Shout out to these New York Knicks, man. I also want to talk about Obadiah. Obadiah is the story that makes me – happy and weave at the same time because we keep saying that every time this man gets minutes he shows out 
he can definitely average 20 plus points if given regular minutes and today he he did just that the three-point shooting from him um was kind of crazy the the four-point play from him was crazy the way he ran the floor was great um the passing the swing passing the passing instincts six assists from Obadiah Katafin Mr. Duncan is like himself did his thing man and, and I love when he when you it's gonna hurt when he leaves man it's gonna hurt when he leaves or if he leaves because you know I love OB so much and the joy he plays with he, he his, his game is so infectious and I just know I know I just every I I know I know this is one of those things where, listen, the, the front office did a good job gathering a bunch of talent. I know some talent is going to have to come out the door, and, and that's just part of the game. But, man, we, we got to enjoy Obi while he's here because that man is a monster. The price is going up. This summer, I, I think it's it feels likely that if any piece is moved, packaged for another player that helps our, our starting five, I think it's going to be Obadiah Toppin. I love the kid, but Leon Rose is to stay stay firm on that asking price and make sure that no fleecing takes place and he's not included for a draft pick or two draft picks or an emerging young player. Nah, it needs to be a star trade or bust if we're going to get rid of this kid because the moment he goes into a court like a Charlotte or an Orlando or a Toronto, he's averaging 25. Right. He's, he's going to hit a 40, 41% from three. He's a very skilled, efficient player. And his leak outs are some of the best in the NBA and his ability to be a one-man transition. So I, I hope we find a way to keep him and also let him grow. Maybe it means he worked on his handle in the offseason and that last next year he shows us what he can do as a three. If you can start the three and be that big wing that we've been asking for for you know one to two seasons, that would be best case scenario. But he's too good to be on a bench, which I feel the same way by Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. Yeah, first and foremost, can people hear me? Because people before in the chat were saying that they couldn't hear me the last time. So I, just yeah, I can hear you better now, Ryan. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Obi Toppin. Yeah, he had a great performance tonight. 32 points, six assists, three rebounds. Like, the only issue I have with Obi Toppin is that I want to see him get his rebounding numbers up. You know, especially paying the four. But Obi Toppin's game, like, it was great. And I think with him... IQ, Grimes, all these players stepping up and showing that he's showing the skills that they have. But, you know, like, you know, like, the, I guess you can say, like, the, um, the, like, the potential that they have. This is, this is basically showing the league, the talent that the Knicks have. Like, Knicks have one of the best young cores in the whole NBA. When you, when you take into account Grimes quickly and Toppin's maturity as of late. And I agree with Lee. Because I think we have to be realistic about it. The Knicks are not going to be able to re-sign every young player. There's going to be a lot of these players coming up for extensions. And with the contracts currently on the Knicks roster, it's going to be hard to really re-sign all these players. So if you, so if you are going to get rid of one or two of these players, it has to be for a star player in return. Because these players are showing that they are capable starters in the NBA. They're not just bench players. These guys can start. And, and I think that these games that they are playing and they are performing the way they're performing, this prepares them for the playoffs. Like this gets them 
good to go so that if they're called on in the playoffs, they're going to perform really well. And like I said, I'm proud of what I'm seeing from the young guys. And it, like I said, if they can carry this into the playoffs, oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, we are – Feeling sorry for these teams that go go up against the Knicks. I'm gonna really be feeling sorry for them. Yo, here's 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 the thing. Uh, Julius Randle still has to come back from injury. Like I said before, Julius uh, is supposed to be reevaluated. I think the day before the playoffs. Not saying he's going to be healed, but reevaluated. So these Obi minutes. I mean, right now they're exhibition games. Who knows? It might be more important than we think. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, Randall is fully healthy and ready to go in the playoffs. But if game one, game two comes along and Randall is not ready, which is a, it's a possibility because he sprained his ankle pretty bad, we might have to see Julius. Uh, we might have to see Obi topping out here, uh, hitting step back threes and flying down the court and and trying to check on uh, Evan Mobley. So. Um, it's good that he's getting all this time right now. Hopefully, we don't necessarily have to use him like that in the playoffs. But, I mean, if we do, I'm hoping he can kind of uh, at least uh, produce an uh, uh, 80% of what he's doing because he's playing phenomenal today. And the confidence he's playing with right now is is out of this world. So, salute to Obi Toppin. 40%, 41% from three. 61% from the field, 11 to 18 from the from the field. And I think he shot a perfect like six from six from two, I think, I believe. And the steal, yeah, Obi Toppin had a great game, man. Great I do want to push back a little bit on some of the commentary I've seen on Twitter and it's going on currently in the chat about, you know, let's either win a championship and get rid of Julius Randle or Julius Randle's dad go this summer or we should be starting Obi. I love Obi Toppin, but Obi Toppin's game is not conducive to late playoff run winning. Right now, he has no face-up game. He, he has difficulty storing off a dribble. When he's doubled, it's almost guaranteed a turnover. He's a piss-poor rebounder. He's a below-average defender. There's a lot that he needs to work on that Randall not only already has, but has at an elite level. Randall is one of the best rebounders in the NBA. He's one of the best passers of the forward position in the NBA. He's one of the best isolation scorers points per possession in isolation in the NBA and one of the best scores in the NBA at all three levels. He's, I mean, we should keep this in perspective that Randall is a player built to win. Now, always a player who still has another level or two to grow to his game. Cause then you can actually build around him right now. He's a complimentary piece. He's not a, he's not a building block, like a foundation like Randall is. We're in the timeline right now where Rand we should keep an all NBA guy when we have him, an MVP candidate when we have him, instead of someone who's based all on potential and exhibition games at the end of the season. It doesn't mean he's a bad player, but uh, to me, dumping Randall is the last thing we should be thinking about right now, just because of a game in, in late March against Indiana. You know, that they looks good on paper. And once and again, we- uh, oh, oh, go ahead. No, because. I was definitely going to say something about it, but we said everything because at this point, I'm just convinced that some Knicks fans just hate Julius Randle and they just don't want to see him on the team no matter how good he does for the Knicks. They just don't want to see him on the team. They just hate him that much. And I'm going to, be, and I, and I'm going to add to what Lee said right now, too, because you have to look at where the Knicks are right now. The Knicks are not a rebuilding team. They're a win-now team with, with where they're currently at at the moment. If you trade Julius Randle, that is not a win-now move. That's a rebuilding move because what are you going to get back in return for Julius Randle? You're going to get back 
players that are probably like average to good and draft picks. What sense does that make when you really, when you already have an all-star player on your team? None. Teams are trying to win now. They're looking at Julius Rem. They're like, okay, this that's one piece to the puzzle. Let's try to continue to build with what we have. Trading Julius Randle, that's a rebuilding move. The Knicks are not in a rebuilding state right now. So I mean, come on and put things in perspective. We're we're facing the Pacers team that don't even that's not even playing all their starters right now. It's a it's basically B team versus B team. Like, yeah. come on now, people. Great, great. <laughs> I was well. I, I see whatever Ryan said. It uh, he said everything I was about to say. So I'll just keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that sentiment. I am someone who has a, a a severe distaste for Tom Thibodeau and has for a long time. But I am not talking fire Tibbs when things when he's changing, evolving, and the team is winning. You have to see in the playoffs as well. Let's give Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau a chance to show us if that evolution can send, uh, prolong from the regular season to the postseason. I think it can for both those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll double all that situation, and yeah, I agree with everything. I have nothing else to say to that. Y'all just said it all. All right. <laughs> you agree? Me and Jay Ellis agree? Yeah. All <laughs> Only thing is, I'm I'm, I'm still not trying to uh, fire Tom Thibodeau. If, if I understand, uh, but yeah, everything else, that. everything else, I agree. <laughs> All right, but, his ass off. Yes, yeah, for real, for real, for real. He he's done a lot. He's done a lot this yes. season. Like I don't know, man. Between developing Quentin Grimes, developing Emmanuel quickly, <laughs> developing Mitchell Robinson. Getting Isaiah us Isaiah Hartenstein. Isaiah Hartenstein has, has has found his niche again. We we're we are almost forty nine wins into the season. Two time playoff coach. After we haven't the only coach to do that in a Knicks uniform. There's just it's, he's done a lot. There's there's no more hate for Tibbs, and it shouldn't be any more hate for Tibbs in anyone's heart. Like all that he doesn't develop people stuff. It has to be out the window right now. 100%. All the all the oh my gosh, Grimes is going to suffer because it d- d- that all, all that stuff is is done. Yep. <laughs> put a fork in it, rotisserie, super well done, Burkasian style, done, yep. done, done. All right. So so salute to Tibbs, salute to this team, salute to Leon Rose. Everybody did a phenomenal job this season. Yeah. This is a successful season, for real, for real. All right. Um, but salute to the chat too. Salute to L Marshall. Uh, MBIC, Stanley, Novak, everybody else as well is rocking with the show. If you like the show so far, hit the like and subscribe. Don't have the gunshots and sound effects because I can, as you can probably hear, my computer's going through it. So I got to I gotta figure some stuff out so I can get the the the, the show back to what it normally is supposed to be. Shout out to Fritz who's been holding it down and, <laughs> and then be able to uh, operate the show through Fritz. Best mind in the game for a damn reason. All right, shout out to my guy Fritz. Um, we still have listen, Emmanuel quickly. Emmanuel 40, he almost another 40 point game from this kid. He almost had a 40-10 double double. A 40-10 double double for the next six man of the year, plus six rebounds with the two steals. Looks poised. The game has certainly slowed down for him. Emmanuel quickly, man, is a beast. Fifty-three percent from the field, fifty-three percent from three. I, I don't want to. I have nothing to say. We're good, man. 
We have a great team, man. We have a great team. And <laughs> Emmanuel quickly is better now and will be better in the future than R.J. Barrett. And that doesn't mean that R.J. Barrett sucks or dump R.J. Barrett or trade R.J. Barrett. It just means that Emmanuel quickly was a gem that Walt Perrin found in that first round at the 25th pick. And you know who drafted him initially? Sam Presti with the OKC Thunder. Originally drafted him. The first hat that IQ put on was a Thunder hat. And when the trade happened with Leon Rose, that gave them, he ended up getting Potu, who's a bum for OKC. And we got Emmanuel quickly. Talk about a fleece. For the first time in years, the Knicks are fleecing other teams in the draft. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeesh. That's, that's, this is why we got these guys here. This is why we got those Utah guys here, those guys who can build with small market teams. Um, because so we can make moves like this. We 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 came up for off season where everybody was expecting us to get Donovan Mitchell. Everybody was upset about it. And then you're looking down the line and you're seeing two twenty two picks who were picked twenty five, busting everybody else's ass. Everybody. All right, <laughs> amazing job, amazing job uh, by this front office. Hell yeah, amazing job. I can't even say enough. I said, I said so much about quickly. I have nothing else to say. Executive of the year, Leon Rose, man. He's built a great – and what I love so much, he's built a great team for now and the future. 2013, y'all know, there's a bunch of like 38, 39, 40-year-old guys playing with Melo, man. Kurt Thomas, Marcus Camby, Rasheed Wallace, Kenyon Martin, Jason Kidd, Pablo Prigioni. Like, those guys were built for a one- to two-year window. This team is built for a five, six, seven-year window, man. Yes, yes Seven sir. years, Randall will still be in his prime. Let's go! Yeah. That's why that's why I keep saying like the building blocks we have today. This is the best position the Knicks have been in. I don't I, don't, I can't even tell you when. Like no. ever. Maybe since maybe since the champion, not saying we're in chip, but to have the free agents and the building blocks and the picks. The like wow. When have we when when as a Knicks fan have we had all-stars plus budding young talent plus picks at the same time plus a winning season we've never had all of those at the same time so to witness this going into the playoffs is insane if you're not optimistic about the knicks this season then i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> i don't know what to tell you this is this they, they, they've done a really 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 good job man wow and quickly could really start on any team he wants to. He really can. I hope I hope the guy we, we keep this team together as long as we can. I'm gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna shut up and let Ryan talk because he hasn't had a chance to say anything in a while. But the one thing I want to say about Leon Rose, one of the reasons why I think he's so dedicated and has done such a masterful job in the front office is that he was the agent for three players that really set us back asset-wise and growth-wise. For the last 20 years, Eddie Curry, Carmelo Anthony, Andre Bargnani. He was the agent for those three players. He was in the negotiation room, the war room with James Dolan and the previous GMs and saw how this franchise operated, how Isaiah gave up pits and young players for Curry, how Dolan stepped in and gave up the entire war chest for Carmelo Anthony, to how he gave up a, a valuable pit, Camby, Novak, glue guys for yeah. Andre Bargnani, busted potential. So he knew what it took 
to do the opposite of all those other uh, methods and has really put us on a path of accumulating assets, yeah. accumulating guys that can develop and, and grow people on this team and a front office in place that is the opposite of dysfunction with guys like uh, Brock Aller and Walt Perrin. Uh, th- those are smart retaining um What's his name? GM. Stop Perry. These are smart moves that are based on his experiences with the Knicks organization for the last 20 years. Yeah. I always say you're not going to fleece an agent who knows the price of of <laughs> of players. And for the for the t- his whole time here, he's kind of been ridiculed of being that guy who's not um, who doesn't push all his chips in the table. who doesn't take a lot of risk. He's kind of very calculated, but it's it's paid off it's paid off even even in his missteps his missteps have only cost us second round picks it hasn't cost us you know long-term future type of assets he he was enforcing the corner was like you know what i'm so desperate to get the ever for you i'm gonna give a first round pick no he he did it right if anybody can debate anything maybe it's the donovan mitchell thing but i'm still not mad about the donovan mitchell thing hell no because you know and you know, you know why too? Because I know there's 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 a, a a base that says if we had Mitchell and Brunson and Randall, you know we would be set up. But I will say this: Brunson being here without another A Mike type of star, I think kind of set it up for him to to be the man. You know. I think if you brought in another all-star at the same time as Brunson, it would have looked great on paper, but I I don't think the respect um, that Brunson has now and the command of the team that Brunson has now would be as great if he had to share that spotlight um, sooner this season. So I kind of, even in a weird way, like I I can see some people's point where saying, yes, it would have been greater if we paired those two. I kind of like the idea of Brunson coming to his own in New York, it being um, Brunson's team, really, even though even though Julius Randle puts up the big numbers, everybody kind of looks up to Brunson, really. And now it's he can kind of attract a star here and then everybody can be like, you know what? This is this is the a micro one a or I just like this dynamic of Brunson just coming to his own. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and just to harp on what Jels was saying, um, you know, I, I definitely understand what people are saying too. Like Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, Randall would have definitely been a good, like a pretty good, you know, three-man team to really build around. But at the same time, I think people forget to take into perspective that with Brunson and Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt, does IQ develop the way that he developed this season if he was still on the team? Probably That's not. a great point. Because he has two all-star point guards ahead of him in the back court. Would Brunson develop the way he developed this season? Probably not, because now he's sharing a backcourt with Donovan Mitchell, who's probably a, the more dominant player. So Brunson would probably be playing a secondary role on top of that. So maybe Brunson wouldn't have developed the way he developed this season as well. Mm-hmm. And then you have to also take into account the guys around him as well. Would, would Grimes still be on this team? Maybe, maybe not. You know, would Mitch still be on this team? Maybe, maybe not. So it would be a different look Knicks team with Mitchell here. But I think with the Knicks not going after that trade and actually sticking with the guys that they had, 
I think in a way, I mean, the way it's looking right now, it's definitely looking like a smart move because not only did the young guys that you keep developed and became better players as the season went on, on top of that, the team that Donovan Mitchell was traded to, the Knicks have smacked up on that team this season and they're going into the playoffs against that same team. And the way it's looking right now, the Knicks match up very well. The, the Knicks match up very well against that team. And then on top of that, if the Knicks end up knocking that team out the playoffs, then the front office pretty much justifies why they didn't trade for Donovan yeah. Mitchell and stay with the guys that they had. They're looking like geniuses at this point. So this this, this playoff series is 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 going to be interesting. Um, uh, yeah, if we end up actually taking out the Cavs in this playoffs, this front office is going to look like the smartest front if, office in the NBA. If, JLS, if, listen, win. Listen. Let's go. <laughs> win, brother. Win. It's happening. It's happening. Go this video right now. I guarantee it. We're beating <laughs> in the first round. Listen. Guarantee it. I always, I always, I always, uh, what's, what's the, what's the phrase? air on the side of caution i definitely believe the knicks can beat the Cavs. i think they will i th- i i lean more towards we're going to beat the Cavs, especially if randall is is back and hopefully he is back um but you know you can't always be 100 that's that's just how i am that's just me <laughs> that's just me but salute to the chat shout out to gabriel channel oh sherwin's back shout out to sherwin shout out to cd <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkian, uh Stanley Novak, Lamonix, everybody else is rocking with the show. I, 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 I feel like we talked. I, I just want to. I want to shout out Mitch real quick. Shout out Mitch. My man has been talking smack on social media about give me the ball. I need to touch the ball more. And I just feel like the first quarter of the game, IQ is like, I got you, bro. <laughs> it's like, I got you, bro. Started off the games with like four straight post ups. <laughs> and posted up too. And it was, he's trying his little drop step move, bully ball. He was doing his little imitation shack movie, did his thing. And then <laughs> I liked it, man. I like to see, I like seeing Mitch get the ball in the post. I liked him beating Bigs down the lane on fast breaks. I mean, on, uh, on defensive stops so you can get the mismatch in the post and and jam it down their throat. Mitch did his thing, man. Mitch and the seven blocks. The seven blocks were amazing. Shout out to Mitch. Uh, great game today. Um, like I said, not much for the bench. The bench tried to lose us the game today. <laughs> the bench really tried to lose us the game today, man. McBride, he's been, McBride is usually a guy who's really good on defense. He was getting cooked by McConnell. He's cooked. Yep. Thanksgiving Body. turkey. <laughs> Barbecue chicken cooked. Facts. You play and like when, ass. <laughs> and then when he got cooked. I don't know what it is about McConnell, but it's like whenever McConnell sees Nick's jerseys in front of him, it's like this man all of a sudden plays like an all-star. Like, I don't know what it is about McConnell when he plays the Knicks. I don't see. I don't know either, man. He think he be John Morant when he put. I don't know what he be, he be on some next level stuff. And then he blows by McBride, and then he's like, then you have Fournier, like I'll be your help defense, and that doesn't do much either. Because <laughs> Fournier was getting cooked too. <laughs> you know who else is like that? Kevin Love, and I just want to say this again, man. I am so yeah. happy on the Cavs. That if. I was saying today, I was in a car by myself, and I was like, who am a cat? Like, what am I scared of, of this matchup with the Cavaliers? Nothing. Nothing scares me. Donovan mm. Mitchell, 
averaging 35 is guaranteed. I'm not scared of that. I expect that. Garland averaging 25 and 5. I expect that. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, solid defense. I expect that. Kevin Love, he was the X factor for them because since he got drafted in Minnesota, he has balled out in Madison Square Garden. And I'm so happy he's off the team and in Miami. We really got lucky by the basketball dodges. I just see him winning a playoff game for them like game five or something to stave off elimination or go up three, two. I could really see that happening. If Kevin Love is on the team, he's a sniper from three, man. Yeah. He's been sucking all year from three, two, but I don't know that something about that veteran presence is like, Oh, this game matters. I'm locked in. Like one game they won was because of Kevin Love against us. We're three, one. That one game hit like, yeah, Yeah, it was ridiculous. But you know, Obi topping, uh, that was the that was the A to drop coverage and B Obi Toppin was just lost. <laughs> Obi Toppin, bro, you ain't lying. Obi, love you, bro. You didn't know your back from your front. <laughs> you ain't lying. Man. You didn't know your back from your front on defense, man. I forgot which one of the Twitter guys uh, uh posted the video breakdown of, and I was just like, oof. <laughs> I was like, I was scheming for Obi Toppin to get more minutes. I saw that breakdown video. I was like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. (laughs) But um, I think think Obi, Obi's definitely learned from that, though, because I felt like we, uh, I felt like given an opportunity, um, he didn't make, uh, duplicate those same mistakes. But yeah, I'm, I'm scared of him. And I mean, the Cavs have some snipers who are some good standstill shooters too. Yeah, they're just really hot or cold. They're just very hot or cold. You know what I mean? They're very hot or cold. So I can see a game where they go off. I'm not sure how they'll do it in the series, right? And how they're going to handle pressure, um, being another young team being in the playoffs at the same time. If they're going to respond, but um, they have some standstill feet set shooters that uh you know, can play off of Donovan and, and Garland. Just, I'm not sure for a whole series if they can do it, but maybe a quarter, you know? How do you feel, Ryan? Are you confident the Knicks are going to smack the Cavs? Or are you more uh, hesitant like Jay Ellis? I mean, I am more ca- I'm, I am more cautiously optimistic, but I'm like 95% that the Knicks are going to beat the Cavaliers. Let's and, go, my God. 95%. Love those numbers. Yeah, I'm 85 to 90. I need to see what's up with Julius Randle's ankle. <laughs> I'm 150. <laughs> I'm 150. Not I'm 149. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. I walked into that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 49 oh. patties are on the ground. <laughs> 49. Okay, let's go Mavericks. Let's go Mavericks. Let's go. <laughs> wait, let's hold on. Go. The Mavericks? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So we have we have we have certain things going on, guys. All right. The Mavericks currently are 10th. 10th on Tankathon. All right. Playing the Kings. Of win against the Kings, I think would bring them to 11th, which would Mean we're in range now because the 11th pick would go to the New York Knicks. We would actually have a pick this year, but there's still a couple of games left. How many, how many games do the Mavericks have? Did the Mavericks just win? Um, they're, they're about think, to win up by seven with 32 seconds left. I think two. Yeah, yeah, two more left. Yeah, two, two. left after this. Yeah, Bulls okay. and Spurs. 
Bulls and Spurs. Okay, they can they can beat the Spurs. Okay, Spurs should be a win. Spurs, the Spurs should be a win. It's the Bulls. It's the Bulls we have to worry about because the Bulls, to. the Bulls um are fighting for something as well. The Bulls want to be in the play-in, so I'm pretty sure the Bulls aren't going to take that game lightly. Um, OKC as well because I believe Tankathon has the Tankathon has um Dallas and OKC tied, I believe. Correct. Yeah, I believe so. I think they would have the same record if Mavericks win tonight. All right, cool. So, yeah, what? How many? Okay, how many games does OKC have? Because OKC also lost three in a row. We'll be tied. Yeah, Thunder also has two games left. And okay, and they played the Jazz. Ooh. The Jazz and the Grizzlies. It would be a three-way tie between Mavs, Thunder, and Bulls, which makes that Bulls game crucial. Mavs have to beat the Bulls. Have to. All right, that's a really crucial game for Knicks fans. Everybody squeeze your butt cheeks together. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Mavericks, the Mavericks are about to win. Two I'm point dead. Two Let's go. Eight. Live reaction, baby. Let's go. <laughs> this is gonna be nervous, man. Nervous time. Ah <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next game up for the Knicks, though. Next game is the Pelicans. Um, I feel like the Pelicans are looking to win too. Yeah. Because the Pelicans are kind of looking for a play in. I got a crazy question for you before we go. I heard this on who did I hear was on? Maybe it was first take. It was no, it was uh, the get up. Matt Kellerman, Jay Williams. Uh, mm. They they were they were bouncing this around. Would you trade Julius Randle and like a draft capital, maybe one young player package for Zion Williams? No. No. Mm-hmm. You can't stay healthy. That's why. Nope. I agree. That man is a. I'm is- saying that. I agree. Mm-mm. Last season, <laughs> hell yes. This season, hell no. Last season, no beat. I was still scared. <laughs> I wouldn't either. That man is a walking liability, dog. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I'm looking at RJ Barrett going, man, we want a job. And he's a. He's a. He, he's a malcontent, it seems like. But he, he, he probably. He, 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 I think he'll recover. I think he will too. Um, we wanted Zion, and he can't stay on the floor. He averages, I don't know, man. He's looking like he might have a Greg Oden type of future. I don't know, man. I hope not. Man, I, I hope not. Ability. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm happy for RJ. I've, I've seen some people talk about how much pressure will RJ be in. Man child in the chat, Joel Zion and New York Pizza don't go together. Oh man, that's funny. Oh man. I mean, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna though, because I saw Zion the other day. He did he do look kinda hefty. Right now, he do look kinda hefty. Well, he hasn't run in like three three hundred games. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, is, that 
That is true. But you would think that, you know, my man got the right, you know, cooks in place with the right, you know, health, um, the right health people in place to make sure that he's eating right. So that even though he's not running that, you know, he doesn't get too much overweight. That, that, you know that, I mean? that boy, that boy's genetics is crazy, man. Yeah. That boy's genetics is crazy. Yeah. His genetics are a gift and a curse. Yep. His genetics are a gift and a curse. It's like sometimes there's certain people who are just going to be naturally heavy. Mm-hmm. And I think he's one of those people. Like he's going to have to sh- straight up eat like cabbage for the rest of his life to be like yep. a, a thin person. <laughs> and that's while playing basketball too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, Knicks play Knicks play the Pelicans on Friday. Mm-hmm. That'll be the next game. Oh, wait a minute. Is this our first time? Are we going to do a Saturday recap? That works for me. Yeah, that works for me too, yeah. I, who, I bet. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So next game, uh, next, next, our next recap is going to be Saturday, next Pelicans. So don't look for us here on Friday. We'll be having a party on Saturday, talking about next win versus the Pelicans, hopefully. All right? All right, cool. I don't know if any guys have anything to say. We want to wrap up the show. Ryan, so, who's been who's been funnier today, Jay, Jay Ellis or the chat? Because they, <laughs> they both been real. The chat said, "Who's vacuuming in the background?" I know, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, my computer's going through it, guys. Man, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Going I, 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 I like this though because when you see Knicks fans joking around and happy like this, that, that lets you know the vibes are definitely immaculate. So I'm glad to see this. I'm glad to see this joyful nature from Knicks Nation. I'm glad to see it. Y'all just need to stop with the crazy trade request. That's all I'm saying. You just got to stop with that. Yeah. Ronnie says Randall or Siakam, two dollars super chat. Right. I already know. I already know that answer. Right. <laughs> Siakam got that attitude too. Give me Randall. He's better. Facts. The only person I would straight up trade Randall for is Embiid. Like straight up. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. For a big. Come yeah. Up yeah. For a big. I agree. Hundred percent. For a big. Like I don't think I even necessarily trade Randall for a wing. Depends on which wing. <laughs> <laughs> which wing? I do agree with Fritz. I, I probably would trade him for Jalen Brown. For Jalen Brown? Or Tatum. Hmm. I would trade him for Booker. I guess, yeah, I can see Booker. I can Luka. see Booker. You know, I'm scared of... I mean, it works with the Cavs. Like I understand the the dynamics of like a Luca Brunson backcourt, but in the back of my mind, I'm always I always fearful of the the defense not holding up long term. You have to play Luca to three, and keep Grimes in the starting lineup. Yeah, that would probably work. You would have to keep Luca at the three. Mm. That's interesting. You'll be dead last in pace every single year with Randall and, and uh, Luke on the same team, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but maybe number one offense. <laughs> Unstoppable in the half court. 
That's yeah, a fact. I mean, at that point, you basically transformed Luca into LeBron. Pretty much. Yeah. He didn't do it. I heard you. I heard you. I see Tatum. I see SGA. I see Booker. I see Jalen Brown. He said, he said, that's five to seven wings. Jalen Brown or Embiid? Embiid. Not even close. Definitely Embiid. Yeah, yeah, probably Embiid. But the thing, is, the, thing, the thing with Jalen Brown, though, like I feel like Jalen Brown has another level he can go. And he's kind of held back a bit because he's on the same team with Tatum. That's true. But yeah, not an Embiid level. level. Not mm-hmm. an Embiid level, though. Embiid is yeah, one of I mean, all yeah, time. Embiid, yeah, Embiid's an MVP candidate. Yeah, so I mean. I keep telling y'all guys, I'm scared of freaking 76ers, yo. I keep telling y'all, man. Embiid <laughs> is not playing y'all, man. Yeah, dude, just like 50-plus against the Celtics last night. I Embiid is not playing with you fools, man. Like, Embiid <laughs> is not. It's no joke. I feel like I, be, I would underestimate him, man. It's the other guys I'm not scared of. Embiid, I, I know what Embiid's going to do. He's going to destroy us. But the other guys, who can stop the other guys? Embiid <laughs> took out on the Celtics by himself. Yo, <laughs> he took down the Celtics by himself, son. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He's like, I'm going to just punish you guys. Everybody else, spot up shooting. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, I, we talked about everything we need to talk about, though. We're going off on super tangents right now. But <laughs> salute to the chat, man. That's our show. We'll be back here. We'll be back on Saturday um, talking Knicks basketball, Knicks versus Pelicans. All right? Uh, Lee, let me know where you can find you, sir. Before I go, that double bra pick, I wish we had the button for this one. Uh, first bra pick goes to the biggest bomb in the United States, Donald Trump. Getting indicted. <laughs> uh, I hope they go his fat orange ass in jail. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing against Republicans or conservatives. I, you, you vote how you want to vote, but Donald Trump is a scumbag that y'all worship as a deity, and it, it's embarrassing. Second, Brad Pitt goes to another bum, Jill Biden. Uh, I, I love that Angel Reese says she, she can take that apology and shut up her ass for her <laughs> about inviting the Iowa team to the White House, which, you know, if Iowa would have won, she would not have extended that invitation to Absolutely LLP. not. Oh, no, that. Absolutely so, no, not. That old white carrot was showing a racist ass. Uh, so, yeah, those are my two bums. Find me on Twitter at underscore Leah Stavito. Bring the smoke. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Five oh, parts of bums. Bipartisan bubs. Those are good ones. That was a good one. That was definitely good ones. Yes, yes and get- by the way, shout out LSU. Shout out Angel Reese. Shout out, baby. The yeah. whole squad. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Ryan G, let me know they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G. Is C H I L L I, and you can also find me at Sergi's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. And yes, Fritz, I forgot about UConn. Let's go UConn. I cheer for everything Big East. Let's go. You already know the drill. You can follow us on Twitter at the K O T Show. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Nick of Time Show and Facebook as well at the Nick of Time Show. Get those blogs at thenicktimeshow.com. You can catch blogs and catch the merch is there as well. And yep, 
Uh, you can listen to us on everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can listen to us on pod, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the KOT show. Julius for Carlton Towns. I'm, nah, I'm good on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. And as always, shout out to World Wide West. <laughs> everywhere we go, we leave a World Wide West. That's our show. We out this month. Peace. No mad. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>